I Can Feel My Heart Again is the name of this episode of the Tales of Recovery podcast. Today is almost 18 months from the day that I removed these breast implants that I had drank the Kool-Aid and put in my body maybe 17 years ago, a little, almost, almost 18 years ago. And here, let me just take this. I think I'll be all right. One of the reasons that I'm posting about this today, first of all, is just because of the benefits that I've received or that I noticed in my body after I took them out. Um, my thyroid antibodies went down by half. Um, you don't want to have thyroid antibodies. They, this is like an autoimmune thing that I was, had started struggling with as soon as I got the implants many, many years ago. And um, my hair was really like beginning to fall out and it was really thin. I was, in, I had like pain in my joints and I didn't really know what was going on because I've always been pretty pursuant about my health, yoga and eating well and working out and taking good care of myself. And so I wasn't really sure. I didn't really believe, I never even considered actually that it was the implants that were doing this for me. I just thought, well, I'm stressed out. I'm working. My mom's sick. I have kids. I have dogs. You know, it's like, it's a constant hustle. Um, and when I started to really tap into slowing down and taking more of uh, really the direction of listening to my body and slowing and slowing. I mean, I quit my job. I started to work from home a lot less. I was more... Um, diligent about really slowing down about yin yoga and not just going super hardcore ashtanga but my body was just not it was just fatigue no matter what i did and um when i tried to, to take the implants out most of the doctors were saying oh you don't need to do that what for that's ridiculous you're not supposed you don't need to replace them after 10 years um, and this is a very good doctor, a very important surgeon up in La Jolla. I mean, he did tell me that I would say over seven years ago, which is the first time that I considered taking having them removed. And as the years went by, you know, another doctor said, well, you're going to have too much trauma in your body. Your mom's really sick. And then my mom died and it was in too much trauma because she had died. Finally, when I took them out, it was really an intense process of convincing the surgeon that I did not want anything else to be replacing them. I was like, I don't want you to replace them. And the three or four friends that I've had conversations with lately have told me that their surgeons keep showing them the most horrible pictures of tiny little boobs as if that was a bad thing, telling them this is what you're going to look like if you don't get them, if you don't get replacements. And not at all considering what women are asking. I'm asking you to take them out. I'm not asking for your opinion about whether or not I'm going to like them. I don't want freaking plastic and silicone inside my body. And two of my girlfriends ended up going to Mexico to do them there instead, simply because up here in, in San Diego, it was going to take like another 60 days to get an appointment. And they have some good surgeons down there, actually very good ones. And the other two are like back and forth with um, with arguing about why, you know, I just want you to take them all out. And of course, there are surgeons that are dedicated to just explant and, and they are fully on board, but they're not, you have to look for them. 
you know, you have to look for them and, and be lucky enough, I guess, to know where to find them. And, you know, there's a lot of resources. I remember my friend Erika said, oh, you need to look into this breast implant, breast implant illness page. And I was, and I, at first I, I thought, no, I don't have that. What's wrong with you? Leave me alone. But when I actually, you know, started to, to actually inquire into like, am I so fatigued? Why are all these, what is up with the adrenal stress? What's going on? And mostly really pursuing wellness, right? Especially when I, you see your mom over here dying because she never really emotionally said no to things that she didn't want to say yes, you know, that she had thought she had to say yes to and saying yes to all the doctors when you could have said, no, let me ask about the side effects of this or what's up with that, you know, taking her, Healthy more into her own hands. We just we give all this authority to the doctors and the you know the teachers and the clergy, and we forget that we have the power to get second opinions and to test and measure with what our bodies like and don't like, and to acquire information from different sources and to try the naturopath and to try herbs and to try different things and different modalities and a lot of emotional healing so that we can source where these maladies are coming from and not just take a pill to 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 stop the symptom and then guess what you're going to create like 10 more symptoms so um this is a short sweet podcast just to encourage anybody out there who's considering that maybe they don't want these implants anymore you don't need to have the doctor convince you to put another pair of implants in. now if that's what you want that's what you want you know um, I mean, that's what I wanted when I got them. And it's a journey, right? Now I now I would never do it again. I would never do it again. But, you know, 20 years ago, I was thinking differently. I was drinking the Kool-Aid. I was following the culture. I just, even though I was rebellious about other, certain things, the body image in this culture isn't, it's a huge problem. It's a huge fucking problem. I mean, now I tell you what, I can place my hands on my chest and I can feel my heart. I can feel my heartbeat. You know, I'd go to yoga with these big ass implants and they'd be like, place your hand on your chest. And I was like, mm -mm, you know, trying to fit it in there because I had these huge boobs that were like hard and plastic. And it was just, it was so uncomfortable, you know, and it took me a while to figure that out, which is, that's kind of how life is. It takes time. It takes a while sometimes to figure stuff out. And um, the biggest the biggest takeaway now for me is that um, we're not at the mercy of what this doctor or surgeon says. They're actually working for you. They are actually working for us, right? You're paying them. And so you can ask all the questions, interrogate, look at pictures, you know, and and maybe tell them the truth. Like, listen, I know you're probably going to make more money if you put other nail implants in, but I don't want to be having to come back to surgery here in 10 years from now. I don't want to do full-on anesthesia because of a plastic surgery. If something else happens and I need you to fix my leg or whatever, fine, you know, but but I, you know, it's like a resistance to these expectations of how and what we're supposed to look like in order to feel that we're young and beautiful and voluptuous and sexy. It's like, Sexy is such an inside job. It's such an inside sensation that comes with time of processing self-love and feeling things that maybe you 
weren't allowed to feel when you were young. I mean, it's it's such an outside in message growing up about your body, right? If you act like this, if you move like this, if you wear this, but it's all outside and we're never really taught to slow down and, and feel what your belly feels like, right? What your pelvis feels like, what your vulva feels like, what it feels like when you touch yourself or or when you, you know, allow this inner wisdom of your body to speak and feel for you instead of constricting it and just making it look or act like a certain way because that's what we saw on TV and in the movies. And that's why, you know, we think that, you know, feeling beautiful or sexy or or voluptuous is, is, is what it's, is what's supposed to be, and it's such a fucking lie. It's such a lie. Um, and it's taking, you know, such a toll. And so, you know, why, you know, my friends, why are you going to post a picture of you like that? Because we got to say shit about this. Because why not? Oh, what are they going to say if I post a picture of me post-explant? I don't give a fuck, you know? I actually want women out there to know that if you want to get those things removed and you have the option, you can, because, you know, insurance here is another issue. Like the insurance won't do the surgery unless it's an emergency. It's an emergency to get that shit out of your body. First of all, the FDA lies and it doesn't tell you 100% the truth that these things, um, your body's going to react to them. Your body's going to not want them. And, you know, you may not feel anything for a long time. Maybe you do. More different bodies are different. There's different sensitivities. But um, it should be enough to say that, well, there's a lot more information now than there was 10 years ago. And I actually have heard that the FDA is supposed to require MRIs or some type of check every two years after you have implants because of the toxicity that's possible when you put these things in your body. So I would like them out, please. And can you help me pay for it? Um, because, you know, it's, that's another problem. It's like this huge investment. <sighs> so on the brighter side of things, I am grateful for my body. I am i don't regret it. You know, I'm, I, this is just something I forgive myself for not knowing what I was doing and for thinking that this was something that was going to help me. Um, I mean, I liked them at first, you know. I fit the mold and I thought it was the thing, but then eventually, you know, they got in the way and heavy and one of them got encapsulated and all these issues. And I was, and I just didn't want them anymore. I wanted to just be me. And I'm back to my, you know, 16, 17, 18 year old body. Uh, I feel so much stronger. I can do chaturangas. I can do all kinds of different yoga poses that these boobs would get in the way before, you know. I feel so much stronger. I have more energy. It's like I'm surprised. Like, how am I getting stronger if I'm getting older? And I'm not doing anything different than I was pre before the surgery. But now I don't have these this thing in my body dragging me down. You know, giving me adrenal stress, um, adrenal stress, and these symptoms that were kind of mysterious. And I'm very grateful. You know, for the surgeons, for the information for having the capacity to know that you I can advocate for myself and I can go in there and I can ask for what I want. And yes, there will be resistance. 
Um, but too bad, so sad. The thing is, we're trained to be people pleasers and say, okay, well, the doctor said yes, yes, yes. But no, no, no. This is your body. This is your choice. And so to come into the surgeon or the doctor's office for whatever reason, not necessarily for explant, and question them and ask them, why are you going to give me this pill or this this symptom stopper? You're not even asking me how stressed I am or if I had any situation when I was a kid that may have been giving me some trauma or that, um, what am I eating? You know, Am I happy in my life? What? These are emotional things that we need to also check into. And you can ask the doctor. We, we can't expect them to all be gabor mates and you know, and have all this, they're saturated, you know, the system is so saturated. But when we have the information, like I have the information, you have the information, now you can go in there when you need to and say, no, I'm not going to get a mammogram if I have implants. You want me to check and do the wellness breast implant check? How about we go straight to the MRI? You have to first do, no, we don't because I have implants and what's the fucking point? Get me straight to the MRI and if I need to write a letter or, or you know, or call you 17 times a day for a week for you to approve it, because if you find something in the fucking MRI, I mean in the mammogram, then you're going to send me to the sonogram, then you're going to send me to the MRI. So why don't we just go to the MRI right away? You're actually saving money, you know, and it's, it's overwhelming, but it's doable, you know, and, and more and more people in there, I think, are also aware that, especially if you're not an asshole, right? You, know, you can't be acting like assholes, but just requesting and questioning and requesting and questioning and working with them until you can get the care that you want, that your intuition and your higher self are telling you, this is a, probably a good idea for me to look into, to investigate, you know? get second opinions here and there, and just to know that, well, this is an ongoing journey. We want to take care of our bodies. We want to be strong. At least I know I want to be strong. I want to be strong. I want to have vitality. I want to have the uh, the willingness to go out and hike and, you know, have retreats and hold space for all these people. I have to be strong. And I want to be strong for you know, just for life, for life itself. And one of the things that happens when you're not feeling well is that depression can hit, kick in a lot easier and anxiety and all these other things because it's like it's like this whole machinery that we have inside of us. So we have to check, you know, the minerals, the vitamins, everything we're taking in. And if we can be healthy uh, physically, then there's more space, you know, to not fall into these depressions um, another type of, well, I guess more difficult situations for mental mental health, you know. Again, so um, if you have any questions, you know, if you have, if you're thinking about getting your ex your implants taken out, if you want to ch shoot the breeze about it, send me a DM. I'd love to give you more details and talk to you about my experience. It's a scary process because you're going to go in there and get surgery. And I was shitting bricks because, oh, my God, the anesthesia, blah, blah, blah. But these motherfuckers know what they're doing. They're doing it every single day, all day time. The only thing I would suggest is tell them, get it everything out. Take everything out. Don't leave any little piece of plastic or any type of calcium, whatever metal got stuck in there. Take everything out, everything out. And then ask them that you please want to see it the next day. 
everything they took out. And remember, we are women people pleasers. So it's going to be like, I know I can't say that because I got, no, no, no. You just ask really kindly. Thank you so much. I'll, I want to, I would like a picture of it out, you know, or I would like to take my implants home or whatever. I don't know if everybody wants to do that. I know some people that do, but to make sure they get everything out of there. And then keep us posted on your recovery process. Thank you for listening to Tales of Recovery. Please like and share and subscribe. And much love to everyone and compassion. Sending so much compassion your way.